Hi, I'm Chantelle. And I'm Matthew. And we're founders of Fifth Place, where our mission is to make the world a better place by enabling the how. Welcome, Welcome to, to our Emotions Matter, Matter Really podcast. podcast. In this podcast, we explore everything about emotions, feelings, and what it is to become and remain emotionally fit. We interrogate the taboo around expressing and talking about emotions and feelings. We talk about all those things we want less of, like stress, anxiety, and burnout, and the things we want more of, like sleep, calm, and self-care. We explore tools, tips and techniques for managing your emotions. We examine what it means to be emotionally fit and why this equals a better quality of life. Hello, hello. So good to be back again. Another week, another week of beautiful weather and still no rain. Chantelle, how are you doing today? Yes, it's been a full week. Beautiful weather. Uh, yes, we do want the rain. I've spent a lot of time this week researching, doing lots and lots of research for our book. Uh, can't think when last. Well, actually, I know when last I did as much work as this. <laughs> but it was the week before. <laughs> but uh, yes, I did actually add more words to the actual book itself, which is great. Not enough. Not as much as I'd like to, but. We're getting there, and that's all that matters right Great. now. And I, I like how you say we're getting there. <laughs> At the moment, my role is minimal, other than bringing refreshments, peeling grapes, and waving palm leaves. Oh yes, we wish that's in somebody else's life. In this life, I get to tell you all about things like emotional resilience, about um, the importance of, oh well, anyway, we'll get to that later. Yes, back to the topic at hand. Yes, this exactly. week's podcast is all about peace mm. in the run-up to the International Day of Peace, which is on mm -hmm. September 21. We are focusing on the concept of peace in particular as well, because there is a war currently happening in Europe. But it's not only about, peace is not only about the absence of war, is it? It's also about making peace with those around us. Well, I think more importantly, mm. the place to start is always with me. Mm. And it's about mm. making peace with myself, cultivating inner peace. Yes, absolutely. But if you think about peace, what, what comes to mind? What do you think of when you think of the word peace? Well, immediately for me, the word word peace conjures up a specific individual mm -hmm. and uh, he spent a lot of his life campaigning for peace and unfortunately was assassinated in 1980 and perhaps you can guess who it is it's John Lennon for a moment there I was thinking that thought you were thinking of somebody else but well, the I other I'm... person that I really have a lot of time for yes it was also assassinated yep it seems like uh, if yes. you make peace your vocation, yeah. you tend to come to an untimely demise. And isn't that an interesting thing to ponder or question? Mm. But that's for another time. Mm. We thought that what we would do is take John Lennon's iconic song, Imagine, mm. and go through the lyrics, 
don't have the rights for the music and I'm certainly no singer. <laughs> no, I think it would be nice just to read out the words again and just be reminded of what he was saying. And I tend to find these words very emotional at times, so I'll do the best I can mm. to get through it mm. without getting emotional. So here goes. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us, only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. Ah. Uh, imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for. And no religion, too. Imagine all the people living life in peace. Mm. You, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you will join us and the world will be as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger. A brotherhood of man. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You, you may say I'm a dreamer. But I am not the only one. I hope someday you will join us and the world will live as one. You know, it makes me think of when we talk about our work, we say that we want to make the world a better place by enabling the how. We want to make the world a better place and the world would be a better place if there was less conflict and more peace. And who hasn't asked for more peace in their lives? And I don't know many people that, well, maybe some, maybe really some people do like the, the go, 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 the craziness, the conflict. But sure, you know, conflict is a normal part of our lives. Um, but we do seem to be driven by aggression, by competition, by winning, not losing. Uh, it's a very masculine, very like self-centered, aggressive, um, winner-take-all, individualistic, quite lacking in empathy mm, and compassion, really, the space that we tend to live and work in these days. I think it's interesting when you say that what comes up for me is this whole notion of dog eat dog or mm. winner takes all or the only the fittest or strongest survive and other narratives mm. and what comes to mind as well is how these sort of stories or perspectives don't often get challenged <clears throat> they're just accepted mm. are we really meant to have dominion over others, over our environment. If you look at Hollywood, which is a great storyteller, mm. and some of the programming that seems to perpetually come out of Hollywood around how we treat our bodies, in particular the violence that comes out, which is talking to the antithesis of peace, the conflict. Mm. Um, mm. You know, all the killing, the roundhouse kicks, smashing things up, blowing things up. Yes, constant. It's crazy. 
you know, we'll, we, we, it, it's the way we sort things out. It's the way we solve problems. It's the way we get things done. It seems to be seeded into our consciousness that we do it through violence, through conflict, through fighting, through shooting, through blowing things up, as you said. Mm, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of, for me, quite interesting to observe in some contexts how it's okay to do that, to treat the body badly to dismember the body in sometimes violent ways and yet there is almost a revulsion and a recoiling and a, oh my goodness no at seeing a whole body a whole body in its natural form and not necessarily perfect so a normal body in its natural form is what there is a recoiling from as well um, and also, and I mean, that is, if you think about, you know, the, the, the body as it is intact, and if one is at peace and accepting and, and okay with um, the way we are, there's a, there's, a, there's a feeling of calmness for me when I think about that. And when I think about what is the alternative and what is seeded through what we watch in entertainment, it's all about it's all about destruction and and at the same time not just destruction but this idea that the human body is indestructible in some instances that the human body can withstand being smashed by cars being punched in the face multiple times being hit over the head being thrown off balconies you know being chopped being stabbed and we've seen quite recently, you know, a movie where this happened over and over and over to the protagonist. And, you know, he just got up and he carried on, carried on fighting. We carried on moving. And it's like it's not true. And it wasn't like he was supposed to be a, um, superhero. a superhero either. Uh, you know, so I, I just find that projection of what we are supposed to be able to withstand another layering of our need to be battle ready, our need to have this, this armor that will be there to, um, to protect us. But it doesn't. We are flesh and bone. We are vulnerable. And we also are heart. Mm, I think it's a very subtle, maybe not so subtle way of continuously bringing us away from ourselves. So saying that the problem is always the other, the problem is out there, and then the way that you attend to that problem of the other out there is to exert dominion over it, to beat it up, to smash it, to grind it into the ground. And yet that's not really the way to go if we want peace, because in our experience the outside world is a reflection or a mirror yes. of our inside world. Because it does say to us that if the outer is a reflection of the inner, then we are very conflicted. We are very not peaceful. We are very um, angry individuals because it all starts with us. It's about becoming peaceful with who we are and becoming peaceful with who we are starts with accepting who we are, not being angry at what we look like, what we have, what we don't have, who we are, who we not. 
um, it's really about accepting that and being at peace with what and who we are. And it starts with us, that wonderful principle that we have, and that really is a theme for this year. It starts with me. I need to look at how I can become peaceful and uh, finding those little slivers of calm, that time in my day where I can go quiet and just become at peace inside me, rather than this constant whirring of anxiety, this constant concern around you know, who I am and what I need to do and what's the next thing, the next place, the whatever. Um, and, and living in a, very, in a very stressed out environment, in a very stressed out place. And so starting with myself and just being able to find that peace within me. And I think our work, certainly our, our emotional fitness class, the way that we do it, when we start with the process and we allow you to release and let go that very difficult, unpleasant feeling that you are feeling, whether it's anxiety, worry, anger, distress, frustration. And then once you have released that, then an opportunity to open and embrace to a more supportive feeling. And often we say that supportive feeling might be one of peace, of calm, and being able to make that bigger for yourself and really embrace it, really um, um, enlarge it within oneself. And then when we do the full class, that beautiful, beautiful um, guided process that we that you do at the end, which is called seeding equality. And I think you must talk to how that works because it is it is beautiful. Well, it's an interesting process that evolved <clears throat> organically as we did the classes and I did the meditation and the meditation kind of took on a life of its own into its current format. But before I get there, I just wanted to say give due credit to Hermes Trismegistus, meaning three times as great as Hermes. And the quote, just a reminder, is as above, so below, as within, so without, as the universe, so the soul. Mm. And it's a great segue into this meditation, because in the meditation you're invited to consider a quality of being that you wish to see more of in the world. And given that this podcast's theme is peace, let's consider what a more peaceful world might mm. look like, or choosing peace as the quality. And then the next step or the next part of the invitation is to imagine, hence the recollection of that beautiful song, imagine what it might feel like to be peace. If you were to imagine being peace right now, what would that feel like for you? And then we slowly extend it further and further afield. So the next part is to consider being peace with those that are close to you, that you care about, your family, your friends, and so on. And then here comes the challenge. And again, it's an invitation to imagine being peace with a person or a group of people that are vastly and radically different from you. Someone that may not share the same skin color, religion, race, opinion, opinion, political ideology, mm -hmm. and so on. Can you imagine being peace with someone like that? 
And the reason it's a challenge is because if you can't imagine it, then there is no way that you will be able to enact it in the world. And it really talks into that space as within, so without. What role am I playing every day, moment to moment, to be more peaceful in my world, my little world, my little world here with Chantel, maybe our slightly bigger world when we talk about our work. But if I can't be peaceful and focus on peace, no one else is going to do it for me. And extrapolating that or expanding the concept or idea a little bit further, there's no one coming to save us. We need to save ourselves. Each one of us has a responsibility to cultivate that inner peace. And like any practice, you will fail. You will falter. You will fall off the proverbial wagon, but it's in the coming back. It's holding on to the idea and the ideal of what it is ultimately that I want to see in my world. Do I like how the world is currently? Absolutely not. But we're not going to get there through more fighting or even through more talking. Mm. The world will change collectively when we do the work as individuals. You know, I just think of the engagements on social media, especially that lovely Twitter, where the immediate reaction is often an aggressive one. So someone will post something, an opinion or a report or something of that nature, and immediately they are assailed with aggressive attacks of themselves, of what they've said, of who they potentially are just because of what they said. It's almost a, a space of an anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> Can't say the word. But hiding behind, you know, an avatar or a picture, not knowing, and, and the, just the desire to attack. And when we attack, we offer it, often attack that very thing that we are most fearful of, that sits deep within ourselves. And so starting with ourselves, starting in that place where we can take responsibility for how we show up and how we are. And it's not easy. This is not an expectation that we walk around, you know, consistently peaceful and at peace, but it's really to cultivate an awareness of how we actually are showing up. When we feeling those rises, when we are triggered and hooked, when we want to retaliate aggressively and also understand that often that, that energy is completely wasted. You know, if I get angry at the way a, a person is driving in front of me, they don't actually give a continental. They don't care. Mm. It's me that's getting angry and upset and wanting to rant and rave. If I get upset <laughs> at something that's happening on the TV while I'm watching a great rugby game or something and I'm getting angry at the ref, actually the ref doesn't care. Uh, you know, the players actually don't care. It's me that's really getting angry and I'm using up valuable energy because we only have so much energy. And where we put our focus um, is, is so important. And so this desire to have more peace, this desire to live in more peaceful times, it always starts with ourselves, starts with how we show up and how we engage with others. Further to that, cultivating peace, not only imagining it with others, those that are different, comes down to a level of acceptance. Accepting what is currently going on. We have a principle, accept what is. Mm -hmm. Because if you accept 
what is, then you can be more present. And as Chantel was saying, it doesn't matter, you know, the weather. I wake up, look out the window, I have an opinion on the weather. The weather doesn't care. The referee doesn't care. The players don't care. The politicians don't care. And so where must I put my energy? I need to put my energy on where I have control and where I have agency. And interestingly enough, right here now is a fly. <laughs> yes. Challenging us to be more accepting of it in this particular space. Mm. And that's really how life works. You get, you set yourself a goal or a task where you want to make a change and then you get opportunities to practice it. Because that's where the work comes in. Mm. It's about doing it consistently to make that change. And isn't that always the most ironic? How often have we said, okay, you know, our intention today is to be more accepting, to be more, and without a doubt, it's not a half an hour goes by and there is something that is challenging us to do and be just that. Life will offer you the opportunities you need to do the work, mm. to do the growing and the healing work. Mm. Indeed. Yeah, nothing's going to change until we we change internally. I mean, I, I, I constantly think of our work and when we do this, this um, do the workshops and we show that video from Michael Jackson, A Man in the Mirror. Mm. The Man in yes. the Mirror is a Michael Jackson song. It came out in 1987, 35 years ago. Mm. So 35 years. And we'll put the link in the description. Go watch the music video and then ask yourself, how different is today's world from the world depicted mm. in that music video? 35 years ago and if you think about what can happen in 35 years here a school generation is 12 years so there's nearly three generations of school goers and the world hasn't changed yeah. why because we don't change yes i don't change and you don't change yes. and so the challenge and the invitation here is to cultivate and be mindful and aware of how are you showing up in the world to bring peace Indeed, in fact, in some instances, I think we things are even worse than they used to be. It's really an opportunity and a challenge to everyone to find a time, a place, an awareness, uh, just to grow that peace inside you, to catch yourself wanting to argue or wanting to get into conflict and just question. Yes, we can get into conflict and we can do it appropriately and resourcefully. We don't need to do it in a way where we want to win at all costs. And I think that is a problem that we have these days. We just want to win at all costs. So as we kind of round out this discussion, just, you know, we mentioned that there's a war happening in Europe. And one of the interesting things to consider is the role that politicians play in cultivating division and non-peace in the world. And we observed early on in this in the year how Wimbledon, the tennis tournament, decided to ban and alienate Russian tennis players as if they had some control over what their government or their politicians were doing. I don't know about you, I know tennis balls can hurt if they get whacked at you, but really as a weapon of war, Yes, we're making it a bit light, but really it is, it's quite serious. 
this idea that just because a person comes from a country that is being aggressive doesn't mean that they need to be treated as if they are the soldiers. Well, talking of that again, you know, if you look across history, the self-appointed peacekeeper of the world is a large country in North America. And mm. if you consider how many wars they're involved in, in the so-called name of peace or democracy or something else, and then you consider how many challenges that they have at home with violence, with guns, with shootings in vulnerable spaces. And maybe, you know, there are reasons for that. But again, if your go-to method of solving a problem is violent, then you're going to see more of that in your world. So really, it's just an attempt to offer a multifaceted perspective on how cultivating peace with ourselves is the first step to having a more peaceful world. Another way of looking at it is through the lens of non-violence. And... Another person that we alluded to at the beginning of the podcast that we really have a lot of time for is Martin Luther King Jr. And in December of 1964, when he was receiving the Nobel Prize for Peace, he had this to say. Nonviolence is the answer to the crucial political and moral questions of our time. The need for mankind to overcome oppression and violence without resorting to oppression and violence. Mankind must evolve for all human conflict, a method which rejects revenge, aggression and retaliation. The foundation of such a method is love. Wow, that is goose pimply, because how quick are we to forget? It's about love. Loving ourselves, loving our neighbours, finding the love in our hearts, you know. So here we are, love, acceptance and peace. Sounds like we come from, you know, the 60s and the 70s. And uh, that brings us to what would be the poem, but is actually going to be the reading of another song. It's an anthem to peace by the same man who wrote Imagine. And I certainly am not going to sing it, but I want you to hear the refrain because he wrote it specifically that this refrain would go over and over and over in your heads. And that's what you would remember. Hmm. The lyrics in some instances are nonsensical. They don't really matter. It's about that hook. Almost like an affirmation. Mm. So, yes. Take it away. Yes, that goes. Two, one, two, three, four. Everybody's talking about bagism, shagism, dragism, madism, ragism, tagism, thisism, thatism, ism, ism, ism. All we are saying is give peace a chance. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Come on. Everybody's talking about ministers, sinisters, banisters and canisters, bishops and fishops and rabbis and popeyes and bye 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 byes. All we are saying is give peace a chance. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Let me tell you now, everybody's talking about revolution, evolution, masturbation, flagellation, regulation. 
integrations, meditations, United Nations, congratulations. All we are saying is give peace a chance. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Yes. All we are saying is, is give, give peace, peace a, a chance. chance. with that we've come to the end of this podcast hope you enjoyed it and hope you can find ways to cultivate your peace and do your bit to make the world a better and more peaceful place from me matthew until next time bye for now and from me chantelle as always be kind and be gentle to yourself it's a great way to find peace and until we meet again bye for now If you enjoyed this podcast and haven't already done so, then please follow us or subscribe. Yes, you can find out more about us by visiting our website. Mm -hmm. It's very easy. It's 5th.place, so 5th.place. Hmm. Yes, and if you want to learn more about building your emotional fitness, you can take our course, which is also in the link, and uh, an emotional fitness class as well. Emotional Fitness Class, a great way to experience cultivating your inner peace as well as experiencing the meditation. Yes. And all of this information in the links below. And then lastly, if you found the podcast to be of value, then we do invite you to make a donation so that we can do more of these podcasts, but more importantly, take our work into those places that don't have the resources 